What's up? Welcome back to Guitar Blah Blah, the daily podcast for people that just can't shut up about guitars and gear. If you love guitar music, guitars, gear, and everything like that, then this is the place for you. And if you want even more guitar content, go check out axesandblades.com and Axes and Blades on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever else you get your guitar and music content. So today I wanted to talk about something that I've come across lately. It's kind of my latest guitar practice. And you can call it practice. It's not really structured practice, but it's my latest kind of thing, activity that I'm doing with guitar that's taken up a lot of my playing time lately. And I think it's actually a really cool, interesting way to spend some time playing guitar. And I think it's really useful at the moment because a lot of us obviously can jam together or we're very restricted in being able to do that because of the current circumstances um we can't play with other people kind of jam sessions it's it's harder to write music remotely thanks to all of the awesome technology we have it's easier than ever but you know it's still hard and especially jamming along and being in that kind of responsive mode where someone plays something you go oh what's that and then you try and work something out by ear whether that's songwriting or jamming or or kind of bringing a track together to get it ready to play live whatever it is that kind of interactivity is really hard to get right now we can still kind of record bits remotely and stuff again the miracles of 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 modern technology are incredible it's incredible that we can do any of this stuff and 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 what you can do with recording still um even with really bare bones stuff like an app on your phone, whatever, whatever, like it, that's awesome. But I think what a lot of us are missing are that interactivity. And um, I've definitely been missing that for quite a long time anyway. Um, that interactivity of writing with other people in the same room and in kind of a responsive way. And I think it's also really useful for your playing. I think a lot of us don't want that skill to atrophy and we're maybe playing along to like jam tracks or just trying to like learn stuff by ear or, or jam along with songs that we like to keep up with keep up those skills right keep those skills sharp uh where you're using your ears and you're trying to respond to the music around you and you're trying to respond to other players um but it's not always quite the same but i, I think it's cool to have some of those options you know jam along to some jam tracks jam along to some songs you like that at least keeps those kind of improvisation skills up and writing something on the spot and it's also keeping that inspiration up because that's the other part well it's kind of the main part of of playing with other people it's not so much about those skills you're working on necessarily it's it's to do with the fact that that's plain fun and that that's an inspiring thing to do i think a lot of us really get our inspiration on guitar and get a huge amount of our enjoyment and the positivity of, of the instrument from playing along with other people and engaging with other people's music. And like I say, that's obviously severely hampered by the current situation for the vast majority of us. So something that I've been doing lately, which I think ticks a lot of those boxes uh, in terms of keeping those skills up and the satisfying feeling of interacting with music and that interactivity of it whilst you're playing it i think it ticks that box and it's also just been a really fascinating thing in like a slightly self-centered way and it's but but a fascinating thing to look at my own playing um and what i've been doing is going back into the dreaded depths of archives of computers and laptops and hard drives 
memory cards past um and i've dredged up some old music and i've been kind of like writing along to my old music so music from way back in the day like back in school um some of it was like written out some of it's recorded and in particular i've been going over some recordings that we have where the 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 whole band's there and we had like bits of pieces of recording from when i was in band and um so you know you got drum tracks on you got this and that and and some of it's kind of half finished and some of it's way more finished or some of it's really polished but is missing uh bits from it um that we didn't have time to do or whatever it was um it can be in any state of being finished it can just be an old recording of riff it can be from three years ago when you put your phone in front of you and you recorded a riff idea that you've never thought about since as we all probably do any of those things going back and playing along with your past self i think is a really cool exercise at the moment it's especially cool because it's fulfilling all these things that we're not getting because we can't jam with one another and be in the same room so you it's like playing along with another with another player it's more familiar than that in a way it's not quite the same because it's still you so there'll be kind of elements and patterns in there which have a sense of familiarity but that in itself is interesting because then you're learning about what's familiar to you what was familiar to you five years ago and still kind of is you're kind of like tracing some of the roots of your playing now and going back over it which is cool um I think one of the things that looking at that's interesting is you look at stuff, what you think is kind of cool and done five years ago. You look at it now and some sections of it, you think, yeah, that's awesome. Like say, even if it's just a phone recording, you go, yeah, that riff is exactly as I would want it. And sometimes you're looking at stuff and you go, that's not at all how I would write that now. Or that's not how I would, how I would play that now. So you get to see like improvement, but also just difference rather than looking at improvement in playing. It's also just interesting to see difference and to see differences in approach and how I would, you know, approach doing things differently on guitar now than I did whenever this was, you know, let's say it's something from 10 years ago, something from five years ago, whenever. So that's really cool. It's really interesting and it gets you thinking about your playing in all sorts of ways. I could sit here and just prowl on for ages about all the different little elements that I found uh, and then I've started to jam along with or I've started to go, okay, let's try and write another guitar track to this. And it's really been interesting in teaching me about my playing, you know, then, but my playing now, like my playing in general, it's, it's teaching me a lot. It's getting me to think about my playing and and that includes thinking about things i want to improve and things that uh are different ways to approach the instrument and things that are uh ideas and concepts and thoughts i should bear in mind when i'm writing or when i'm practicing or i'm thinking about where i want to go next with my instrument either in the moment or thinking long term about practicing things developing things so that's really cool uh it's also been cool just to see yeah that kind of exercise if you've got anything with guitar part to try and write a second guitar part to it so it's as if like you're in a two guitar band and one guitarist is past you and other guitarist is present you i that's been super interesting to me to write to my own playing and because you know if there's just a riff that you just want to double up then then you know you just want to double track it or quad track it or whatever obviously that's one thing but you know the great thing about when you're playing with another uh, with a bunch of other musicians is is sure when you click with each other and when you get in the same groove that's a huge part of 
kind of get the magic out or get something really positive out of uh out of playing together writing a cool riff writing a cool song progressing the song in an interesting way that you all really love that's great uh that and a part of that is clicking into the same groove but almost a part of that clicking into the same groove is is the the double-sidedness of you're on the same wavelength and you click together and you meld but you're all still distinct different musicians and you've managed to click but all kept some sense of being different and individual and that's how you i think get the magic of of you write a riff yourself sounds cool so you take it to band practice or take it to wherever and it's then when the other musicians join in that you go oh my goodness that's it that's what i actually wanted it to be and the other musicians bring that out like it's not just that you have a sound in your head it's that like you thought there was something in this riff you you do like what you're playing but that's as far as it goes and then when other musicians bring what they've got to it it's not just their instruments it's their mindsets it's their approaches it's the way they kind of hear it differently to you is what creates a cool progression and yeah it can be surprising it can be interest interesting to you the way it goes it could be it could be surprising or it might not actually feel surprising but it's still the fact that those musicians that you're, that you're playing with kind of did something that you couldn't and it's not just their other instruments it's about their approach and how they're hearing it and that kind of thing is is cool and i think that when you try to write to your past self from a long time ago with material that you haven't looked at in ages i think that that becomes quite a good little stand-in for a completely different musician with a completely different mindset and it's but it's also a challenge because it is still you and that other guitarist will be thinking like you to some extent because it's you and because of that you have to try and get out of your comfort zone because if you write in your normal way to yourself you i've found that you probably won't get to those interesting places you'll write something that's serviceable like i've been writing as if i'm the other guitarist coming in tracking next to what the first guitarist had done with some stuff that's me playing from like 10 years ago or whatever the first stuff i usually come up with the first bunch of stuff there's some cool there's sometimes it's cool sometimes sometimes it's it's i kind of think i want to go with it it's always kind of serviceable and it's never like oh yes that really brings the riff out that really brings the song out that really carries the energy of that section it kind of doesn't and sometimes you even record a guitar part and you've added a guitar part but you've kind of detracted from the song you know it almost sounds smaller even though you've put your second guitar part on it and i think that's because i'm writing to myself and and, and even though it's me from the past so it's like working with another guitarist and it's a cool like analog for that it's a cool stand-in for that in these times when when it's harder to do that um even if, you know remotely we can send each other stuff but still in the spot in the moment this this is quite a nice standing for that feel even though it's got that different feel there's so there's enough familiarity there that part of the challenge which i think is a great challenge as a guitarist is you have to get out your comfort zone because you have to try and write like another musician uh like another guitarist would bringing their own flavor to it bringing their own approach to it to actually create the kinds of things that we love to listen to those kind of magic moments and all those riffs and all those great things are are, are a bunch of individual musicians coming together sometimes obviously we listen to solo artists obviously there's great stuff done by multi-instrumentalists and solo artists um but i would think maybe even them themselves they have to 
when they're approaching each bit of the instrument have to take themselves into new mindsets and be conscious of the fact they can't just play necessarily everything like they just think is cool maybe they've got amazing feel they developed over time and that can work you know maybe they if you ask them some of them would just say yeah it's all just natural feel for me because that's developed over their career as a musician um but i think for a lot of us uh working on a guitar work or any instrument to get to that level where you're contributing in the way that another different musician would or to even kind of get close to replicating that it's a challenge because you have to kind of push yourself outside of what you would naturally bring to that otherwise it kind of to me sounds like there's just three of me on there and then i might as well just you know double track the guitar that's there and not try to add any other flavors but if i'm trying to write like a second guitarist a second guitar part not just a a double track of 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 that riff to make it sound bigger or whatever to try and do that uh is a really cool thing it's it's kind of pushing me and it's it's also keeping those skills and resharpening those skills of kind of yeah tracking guitars but also working with other musicians and building a song and songwriting with other people it kind of feels like it's building all of that so and like i say that's the more kind of studio stuff where it feels like you're tracking guitars to to stuff that's already in uh in a recorded state but even going back and listening to a kind of just like there's a phone little phone recording from a few years ago and you try to work that out again and you try to get in the head of what you were playing and how you might progress it then and what you might do to progress it now that's that's a slightly different exercise but it has a lot of the same benefits it has a lot of the same benefits of getting you to think about your playing and yeah it's really getting me to be conscious of what i do when i'm playing and to try and push myself as it just in 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 order to finish the exercise in order to do something with that riff in order to get a guitar part down where i listen to it and go that's cool it's pushing my playing and i think some of that is helping me get outside the box that maybe some of us might get in when we're just at home playing on our own and we're used to that being just kind of fun and casual and comfortable and we're used to the time when we push outside of that working with other musicians and a lot of us obviously we can't do that right now so i i think it's a cool exercise to sharpen some skills learn something about your own playing and just start to become aware of certain things and and that in itself will lead to better practice and um ways to improve your playing and ways to learn about your playing so yeah it's 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 been really interesting and it's also just fun it's really fun to try and create things and it captures that kind of vibe of you know songwriting with people and craft and music and that's a fun create that's 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 the fun creative thing in itself so that that feels a little bit more real than just sitting on the couch like putting together a chord progression somehow it feels like a bit next level it feels a bit more serious it's got more intent to it i think is what it is and that is in itself just really enjoyable so even apart from the benefits i just really enjoyed it um and if you really enjoy it, that's one of the most important things because then you keep doing it and you get up and you, and you spend an extra hour on it. You put aside time for it. And then, and then you know, I think a lot of us <laughs> looked at like the idea of quarantine and we're like, well, you know, what's the silver lining? Well, maybe, you know, this whole thing fucking completely sucks. But like, you know, a lot of us trying to be positive in this are like, well, you know, what could I do? Could I develop something, you know? for some people maybe learn a new language or do this or do that you know it's like uh for a lot of us with guitars like i'm finally gonna nail this guitar stuff i think this is a cool exercise to maybe start with and kind of inspire you and get you in a, in a playing session if you go right gone out to play i think this is a cool way to start because it opens up your playing gets you thinking and then can get you 
even guided on to, in terms of, right, what do I want to develop? Right, what, what am I seeing about my playing that I want to work on or think about here? Or just spend a straight hour figuring out some old riffs. There's a cool nostalgia to it sometimes. You go, oh, I used to write stuff like that. Oh, I remember I must have been really into these guys at that time because it's totally like this. And then you open up your playing. That might open you technical stuff. And again, if it expands your kind of vision of the fretboard and expands where you go to and puts you outside your comfort zone just even a bit because old you played a little different to new you in some ways or played the same but there's a slightly different feeling that gets you thinking that's all good too so yeah there's something a bit more like intentional and driving behind it than just for me anyway than just like uh jamming the jam jacks and um learning songs even though that's that that's great stuff too there's something about it that just gives me like a little bit more drive into it and and like energizes my mind and my playing and it feels like it's energizing something and giving me more creative like more inspiration and more creative juices kind of coming from it so uh, i recommend trying it i think it's a cool thing to do and it has that touch of interactivity that can sharpen some of the skills we we're losing in lockdown and also speak to some of the um things that we're probably craving by now in lockdown, like we're playing with other musicians and getting that interactivity of music. I think it can touch on some of those as well. So it's it's fun and it's fulfilling and, and I'm enjoying it. And hey, like one more activity whilst we're all trying to stay indoors as much as possible or whatever the situation is where you are, you know, right? So one more thing to try out and check out, which I think is cool. So anyway, that's what I've been doing. I think it's a cool exercise and I feel like it's been useful for my playing. Um, I, I, I would hope that... Uh, if people try it out they get something from it even if it's just like a fun little nostalgia thing or maybe even you, if you go back far enough you get some cringy enjoyment out of seeing some of the stuff you used to write when you were i don't know in your angstiest phase possible who knows but um anyway i think it's a cool thing try it out you might get something from your playing and that's always a good thing and even if it's just half an hour of fun out of it that's cool but if it leads to m- more habits and more opening up of your guitar playing that's a cool thing too so that's one suggestion obviously is to go back and listen to a bunch of your old playing as part of that to give it a shot but also we always do have a music suggestion every single episode track or an ap or an album to go check out and today i'm recommending that you go check out the track hurt from the guitarist erland krauser it's erland krauser you can find the youtube channel of erland krauser and there is a video for hurt on there you can also find uh this music elsewhere but if you go check out the youtube channel for erland krauser and generally just check out any of the tracks any of the videos i think you'll see some really interesting cool guitar playing which could also inspire you maybe something else to jam along with something else new to learn to again open up your playing but really interesting guitar player interesting technical elements interesting mm, lyrical use of tapping to tapping and uh and also the the whammy bar and combining those things especially in the track hurt some great examples to mimic some like wailing lyrical moments that are, are quite kind of soaring at some points and kind of sorrowful at other points and doing it in a way that's not the shred way it's not kind of like the the dive bomb explosive kind of energetic way it's more of like the the peaks and valleys of kind of moving vocal melodies it feels like it's more where it's going um 
as well as the kind of rises and falls you get maybe orchestral music that's kind of what it reminds me of but you know what it's also just sick ass guitar playing so you know maybe that's just maybe just stop being so fucking cerebral and just say you think it's kick ass that would probably be probably be the better review <laughs> whether you want to go there and try and discover the magic of his playing or whether you just want to close your eyes sit back and enjoy what you're hearing i think either way as a guitarist you're probably going to pull something out of it uh i talked about tapping and whammy bar and instantly people are probably thinking like a, there's something shreddy about it there's there's not at all it's a really interesting kind of tasteful use of it to to borrow that phrase not that shredding can't be tasteful i'm not sure i like that word what do you think it's kind of tasteful people go tasteful you know what i mean when you use it properly like if you genuinely think something is just like a shredding mess and then you go it's not very tasteful i think that that makes sense but i feel like the way i just used it and borrowed it and then immediately kind of discounted the way i used it i hear people using it that way to me like well the shreddy stuff and even if they like that they're like that shred stuff and then there's this other stuff which is all more tasteful playing it's like well if you get something out of the shred playing wouldn't you say it's tasteful i don't know i don't think tasteful necessarily means not playing quickly anyway i literally just blabbing on now which is kind of the deal with this podcast but there you go so go check out Erland Krauser go check out Hurt in particular but just the the Erland Krauser YouTube channel there's tons of stuff on there um so that's worth worth checking out just again as always as a guitarist even if you don't feel the music is to your taste just to check it out as a guitar player there's always something you can get from watching other guitarists uh, and that might also feel the whole a little bit of not getting to jam with people so much right now, interact with other musicians, depending on where you are and what the situation is. Uh, and also go check out your own old playing if you can uh, bear the cringe if there's any in there, <laughs> or if you can get past the misty-eyed nostalgia if that's more your more your thing. So go do that. Go check it out. Uh, stay safe. Stay happy. And yeah, whatever you do, whether you do that or not, play a hell of a lot of guitar and I'll catch you tomorrow.